0: and welcome to Backpack Chit Chat, the podcast where teachers and moms can link arms and create the best educational
1: experience for our students. I'm Penny. And I'm Samantha. We are Christian school teachers and moms with a passion for education. Join us as we unpack what it means to be successful in the classroom and at home. Welcome to episode number four of Backpack Chit Chat. Penny, what are we unpacking today? Today we are unpacking daily agenda.
0: Mm -hmm. So basically what we're going to talk about today is what we find has been working every day for us in our classroom. So do you want me to go ahead and start? Yeah,
1: you go ahead because you're... So much more seasoned than me. And I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get Am so my, much knowledge from Am this Am I release. seasoned with salt? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Or sugar?
1: Seasoned no. with sugar. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, well, throughout the years that I've been teaching, I have found a few things that I feel take priority in my day. And one thing that I think is important is having some concrete transitions. Mm. I have done days... And I still have days, so. but I have done days where I don't do transitions, and I just try to like go from one thing to the other, and then I'm wondering why I'm getting frustrated because what do you mean you don't have your book out? I've already asked you to have that book out, and I'm not giving that clear-cut transition. That's so true, and if I can just
1: chime in here. Please. When I student taught in kindergarten, I did not know that part of teaching I had no idea that transitions were a thing I would have walked into a classroom and just been like okay go get your lunchbox you can't do that in (laughs) kindergarten like you can't just say okay get your we literally had lines on the floor telling them if there was there was cubbies like in front of where their backpack um, nooks were Mm -hmm. and so we had a line going on the right side and then a line coming out of the left side so they knew you have to go in this way and then we would actually kind of move it like if they started to go to the left to go in we would actually kind of move them to the right and say (laughs) no no we go in this way it's unbelievable transitions are like crazy important yes
0: it really is and one transition that I find very effective is in the morning I have a good morning song So we have our morning routine, which we'll do probably another episode another time on morning routines and afternoon routines. But when I have a morning routine, they know when I start my good morning song, they need to be kind of wrapping it up. So I've, I don't start it like the second we get in the classroom. But what I do is I give them some time, you know, I'll chit chat with them a little bit. They're doing their morning routine. And then I start my good morning song, and they even know it's the same song that we sing. They even know when it gets to a certain verse, they know, okay, whether I have my name on my paper or not, that paper is going in my folder because the next verse is the end of the song and I have to be standing and ready to do my pledges. Wow. So without that, I would have to go around kind of saying, "Okay, hurry it up. Mm-hmm. You know, get get your name, get to get your paper in your folder. We're going to start um this way. We're singing. When they are done with their names, they stand up and sing with us and when they get to that verse, if they are not done, they put it away. And by the end of the song, they know the position that they need to be in. Right. So
1: so when you start this at the beginning of the year, for those of you listening, we're on day two of school. <laughs> yes. And we're feeling it today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, so on day two, how far along are they in this process of learning this transition?
0: I pretty much did the transition the first day. I do not do all my transitions The first day because that's a little overwhelming but that transition i did so today um we sang well we sang the song the first day we sang the song again tomorrow they'll actually have papers on their desk to put their names on
1: for any new teacher they don't have to be overwhelmed that you don't have to do this in one day no
0: no 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 yeah it's just a gradual exactly that would be overwhelming for you and that would probably be a killer for them. Oh, sure. Yeah. So basically we learned the song. Mm-hmm. I explained what the song was today. We did the song again and I explained when you get to this verse, you're going to be wrapping it up. And then tomorrow I'll go ahead and have at least one paper for them to put their name on mm-hmm. and we'll practice it again. So within probably two weeks, I would say it should be flowing pretty well, mm-hmm. which kind of brings me to...
1: Can I interrupt you Please. and say I love that you use the vocabulary verse? Because oh. even in, like, poetry later on, that's going to be such a good vocabulary word for them to learn. <laughs> that's so silly of me to think. But I thought you're not even saying, like, when you get to these words, you're actually saying when you get to this verse. Right. And that's, like, a big deal for them to learn. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you.
0: Um, so the next important thing that I think is
1: prayer. I think everybody needs to start with prayer. So true. I have that in my notes. I'm like, prayer and what's funny is I was I was gonna say, I have to tell my kids, like, remind me if I don't pray, guys. Like, I am very task oriented. Mm -hmm. I have things in my mind that we need to check off the list, but prayer is most important. So if you stop me and say, Hey, we haven't prayed yet that's totally cool. Yes. I'm not going to get mad at you about <laughs> no. that. Like I'm going to say, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry guys. And it's happened the first day of school. I was like, I didn't pray. <laughs> so anyways, yes. well, I we totally pray, agree.
0: we pray in the morning and then we pray before we leave. Well, yesterday I kind of decided to do the fire drill plan, like mm-hmm. practice the fire drill at the end of the day. And I I just went out. We didn't pray at the end of the day. So I do the same things. <laughs> not that we are forgetting God, but no, sometimes, no. You, just, you know, in the day that you're trying to get your class in I order. I
1: think it's but... a good lesson for the kids to know that, you know, it's it's okay to forget. It's okay. He's not going to be angry <laughs> yes. with you if you forgot. Just do it later. It's okay. Yes, just It'll do it fine. later.
0: But I I will say your day We'll just it will just flow a little bit better when you get that prayer in. And we also do pledge because I want them to honor our country also. Mm-hmm. So we do pledge and we sing um, our country to the, you
1: know. That is so cute. Yeah.
0: And all the kids <laughs> knew it. And I was like, wow. And then I found out that the kindergarten teacher did have them do it last year. So yes. I was like, wow, how so, did they know that? It's <laughs> so precious. It's so adorable. And another thing is calendar. I think calendar is so important because you can teach so many different concepts just with doing calendar. Mm-hmm. So we talk about the day of the week, the month, um, and then we also take the day, like say today was the 17th, and we will do a ton of things with the number 17. And literally it takes probably three minutes of your day. But we talk about tally marks. We talk about even and odd, greater and less than. We do money. We we write the date in numerical. We write it in um, written. So there is just a ton of concepts that you can do. You're counting, mm-hmm. spelling, just by doing calendar, right? Plus, as a teacher, then I know what the day is. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Can I can I just say <laughs> the way you say calendar is so cute? How do I say um, it? Calendar. And you're like, I don't know. You like 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 express the a hey, yeah talent. Like, cal- I don't know. We it's have so a, a a girl um,
0: when I first started. Well, she just graduated. Her name's Kennedy, mm-hmm. and her aunt would always say, "You sound so like." I think I don't know if she said classy or whatever. But when I said Kennedy, she's like, "You don't
1: sound southern at all." No, you have like a <laughs> sweet little. And it's, it's, I guess it's Northern, but it it doesn't it's almost like a, first of all, I love that like Brooklyn accent. Which I don't have. No, you don't have that at all, but it's like a... People listening are like, that is not what it is. <laughs> maybe it's like a New England accent. Well, I don't know. I'm from where I'm from. We're
0: about 45 minutes south of Canada. Okay. So oh, I think maybe it's that. that.
1: Sounds, now that sounds more yeah. definitely not Brooklyn. What was no. that? <laughs> I would love to have a Brooklyn accent. Listen, when I, I, I talked to my son Knox in... Uh, when I'm doing like book voices or sometimes I'm just trying to get him out of a funk and I'll mm-hmm. say, hey, Knox, he, he just loves it. He's like, can you talk to me like that again? Goes, yes. Uh, anyways, <laughs> wow. Squirrel. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's okay. This is why we love podcasts. Mm-hmm. I like listening to people do this. Mm-hmm. Another thing is repetitions. When you are saying and seeing things like we have special sounds, which I think, what does the public school call those? Special sounds. Um, um, they, secret
1: secret sounds or... Well, they all have like specific names. Oh, oh so like a diphthong or... Yeah. Um, well, now that, now that I'm... <laughs> now you ask asking a question, <laughs> I'm like, I can't think of any. Um, that one just sticks out because it's just so funny. But you know, they, like... they call each individual, like uh, every special sound mm-hmm. that Rebecca says, every one of them has a name, like a consonant blend. Oh, okay. And... Um, I forget some of the vowel teams, uh, but they each oh, have, teams. they each have their individual so like a i you would call mm-hmm. us a vowel team it de- it depends it, I'm trying to think there's all kinds of things for each each, each thing. corresponding so name. with
0: a becca, which is is what I use. We call them all special sounds, so that's awesome yes. <laughs> because we just say mm-hmm. special sounds. But we will say them every day. When when we get into those special sounds, we will look at them and say them every day. Our arithmetic facts, we will when we get into those, we will say those every day. Our spelling words, we will say those every day. It's just repetition. Now, obviously, I do other things in addition to that. We don't just sit there all day and, and you know say the things over and over, but I do think that that's important, mm-hmm. that they're seeing it, they're saying it, they're hearing it, and then you could obviously put it uh, along with the rest of your lesson. And that brings me to testing on what you've taught them. I personally, I don't know how you feel about it in middle school, and I guess it's different because it's so I, teach, different. I teach all of the subjects to my classes. Right. So when I have a test... I keep my tests on the same day, so I have arithmetic will be on Wednesday, phonics will be on Friday, and I give them the first thing in the morning, so even though that is not my lesson time that I normally do that, Mm -hmm. that is when I give tests, because usually, hopefully they've eaten breakfast and they've had time to let it settle, they're awake and a little bit excited, and I just think that they can think a little bit better.
1: Mm -hmm. I think it's so different in middle school, and I'm still learning, too, what's best. But as far as uh, the mom aspect of how you do that, I've always liked it. I like the repetition of, I know this is going to be on this day. I know right. what we need to study for. I will say we'll have to have a different episode on mm-hmm. how to study for math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because math has just never been my strong area of studying with my kids mm-hmm. because... It's just math. I'm like, it's just numbers. Like, why can't we why can't we do this? <laughs> well, know? I will tell you one thing that I told my parents
0: this year was to grab, and I'm not sure if I said this on one of the podcasts already, but just to go to the dollar store, grab some flashcards, mm-hmm. and then when I introduce a family, which we haven't gotten to that point yet, but when I introduce a family, like, like a say the five family, family. a okay. fax family, the five family – I would like them to isolate that and put mm-hmm. the rest of it away and only work with that family. Right. Because I do feel like, I know I I don't really know a lot about Common Core, just that it seems a little wacky to me. But mm-hmm. for me, when I was growing up, we memorized our facts, mm-hmm. our addition, our subtraction, multiplication, division, and... You can do so much when you don't have to try and sit there and figure it out. So right. to me, if you can memorize the basic certain things, right. that would be great, mm-hmm. you know. So that was one thing. So if if you are working on that with your kids, even at home or in your classroom, just kind of isolate that family, even if it's multiplication like in third grade, just isolate that family and only work with that until you add in another one. Right. And then do that. Mm-hmm. So... That's what I was thinking, and then that brings me to another. When you are doing these subjects, it is very important to break up instruction or sit time. Mm-hmm. And I did that today. Today we, I had them working on worksheets finally by themselves, or a portion of the worksheets by themselves, and. So I set my timer that you got me last year. Samantha got <laughs> oh, me a timer I and talk I love all about it. That yes. Timer. <laughs> um, I set it for five minutes and I said, for five minutes I want you working on this. And if you don't get it done in five minutes, that's fine. I'm still gonna let you stop and talk a little bit, and then I will set the timer again for another five minutes. And it worked, I mean, it worked a lot better than me saying, Okay sit down and do this whole worksheet. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it could be 10 minutes. That's a long time sometimes for, especially the second day of school for little ones to sit. So, um, we may have another episode on my rotations and how I do that. So I won't really go, um, into that deeply. Plus I, it's the first year I'm going to try something, so I really don't want to talk about it until I know that <laughs> it works. So I will talk about that later. But one of the things is is I am breaking up their independent work time so that they're not having to sit there the whole time, um, which might take 30 minutes, right. you know, so I'm going to break it up. So, right, which is
1: really helpful for kids who have trouble sitting. Yes, like. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, And that's even with your instruction, you know, if I'm getting another manipulative or something like that, I might let them quietly talk, but I just need to make sure that I'm clear. Okay, I'm. you can talk a little bit,
1: but now we're going to rein it back in. Right. But mm-hmm. I I have similar um, tactics for the transitions with the clock. I gave Penny this clock. Um, if you're a teacher, you may have seen this before, but if you're a parent, I feel like this clock could be good for you and your home for transitions to bedtime, transitions to brush your teeth, Mm -hmm. transitions to do anything. If you have a child that hates that, okay, like you interrupting anybody. If somebody walked in right now and interrupted us, we'd be like, oh man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, and kids feel the same way. So this timer is special because you, you dial it back. And when you dial it back, there's a red, um, how how would you say it? it's like, like a, a red, real, shaded area, yeah, red area red film? So when it's counting down, you can see that the red is closing closer, closer, yes. and closer to zero, and so they can see that oh, time's almost up. I got this timer I think last year, my first year, I think I saw it online. I, no, 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 I saw it while student teaching. She would say, okay, we're gonna set a timer for fifteen minutes when they would do their stations, and then when the timer went off, we met back at the. A carpet area, and then she would reset the timer again. So, I love that. I really love the timer. I also have a doorbell in my classroom for
0: I've always looked just, at that.
1: I, again, saw... No, she, I did not see this online. <laughs> she did this in kindergarten. I thought, I can do this for middle school. Um, she kept a little doorbell on her lanyard, and she attached it. You can buy it on Amazon, but she attached it with a... Bath and Body Works hand sanitizer. Oh. So that's how I hold it on my keychain is I just put it in the Bath and Body Works hand sanitizer holder. Um, but so when I want to get the kids' attention, if they're talking, or maybe I, I'll say, turn and talk to your partner. <laughs> Look, hey, we're teachers. The <laughs> coffee machine is going off. If that's not on brand, I don't know what is. Somebody's important. They've got things to do. <laughs> we're going to read through this. Oh anyways so uh the doorbell if i need to get their attention if i have them turn and talk to a partner i'll just uh have them oh my gosh you know what can you do <laughs> i hope that this is sister Holmes.
0: back to, back to your... what
1: we were saying i also start out the day with prayer Uh, we read our Bible verse, which Penny is in charge of, which is really awesome. She sets, uh, the plan and the tone for the whole year with Bible quizzing, and she prints all the Bible verses for the whole year. All I have to do is print it out. She even made this year an awesome slideshow that includes a quiz, so I'll give my kids a homeroom grade, and they just have to fill in the blank. It's not intimidating, because we don't want the Bible to be intimidating, nor do we want them to feel overwhelmed with learning the Bible. And sometimes with Bible quizzing, I've heard several parents say like, this is just too much. Like the kids are stressed (laughs) if they're stressed and crying. Like, why do we want to do this? So we don't, we don't do a Bible quizzing that way. And we'll get into Bible quizzing some other time, but I do go over the Bible verse. Um, A lot of the time, most people, when they come into my room, I actually had a former student, he told me last year, he said, I'm going to come and visit you every day. And I said, no, you're not. I'll never see you. You're never going to come see me. He, I looked up today, and he was sitting in the desk facing the the chalkboard today. So he has kept his promise, and I think he's going to come see me every day. That's awesome. He said to me, he said, you're the only class that's like, it's so quiet in here. (laughs) (laughs) But I set the, and this doesn't have to be for everybody, and that's okay. But for me, kids come in at 745, and, And they know that they have to come in, they have to sit down, and they have to read what's on the TV. Mm -hmm. I project something on the TV. And it gives them the instructions for what we're going to do and what they need. And then after they get done reading that, whether it's a journal entry um, or reading. So majority of the time, I have them read until 8 o'clock when we start our day. I just enjoy the peace and quiet. I enjoy talking to them. Of course, there's little whispers here and there, and that's okay. But I really want them to read and get into a good book in the morning. I feel like that's a better way to stimulate their brain than uh, an iPad or, right. or something like that. Not that if you do that, it's not wrong. <laughs> it's just what I prefer. So I've talked about my doorbell, my timer. Middle school is so different with the way that we just format everything. They already know the expectations. They're, they've already done the schooling you know they know that when they come in how they should act and so I set the expectation pretty high and then I stick by it and I don't think that makes me the mean teacher I think I probably get that rap from lower grades at first sometimes maybe Um, like I haven't heard
0: that oh not yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) but somebody told me um that I was strict and uh I, but they said it in like the nicest tone ever. And so I was like, so that's a good thing. Um, so I just really set the expectation from day one. Hey, this is what I expect. And then I stick to it, even though it's so hard. So if I tell them, um, don't get out of your seat or don't look at your iPad, like one of my number one rules is you don't ever look at your iPad without permission. Mm -hmm. You literally just don't even touch it without permission. Um, And that sounds silly, like they can't even check the time. No, because I'm setting the precedent for the whole year because Mm -hmm. if you give them an inch, they take a mile. (laughs) That's so true. So that's kind of how I handle that and setting those expectations. Today, no, I think it was yesterday, my library sign-out sheet was just left laying down. And I was like, that, number one, that's a lazy characteristic. If you take something out, if somebody's behind you, I understand you hand it to them. If they're not taking something, if they're not taking it from you, put it back. You know, put the things back where they go. You know that's where they go. Now, that's going to sound all mean and whatever, but in middle school, it's really not. I think they kind of appreciate the... Structure. They want you to be structured. Um, I also will get into classroom management some, but... I guess I'm so focused on this right now because I'm really trying to lay down those foundations in this second day of school. (laughs) Um, But I give team points for just everything. Today I gave five points because I walked in and a a whole team, I put each kid in teams. A whole team was uh, they read the board and they were on task. Now, I started to give team points for somebody who read all the instructions. The whole team read all the instructions. And today, no one read all the instructions. And I was giving 25 points out. Oh, So they were so bummed because they were, and they were honest with me. That's the best thing about these kids is they were like, you know what? I actually forgot this. And I was like, thank you for being honest <laughs> with me. You know, you don't get the points, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that you're honest with me. And I would – I could reward that and say, oh, let's just keep your points. But the truth is, like, we've they got didn't to – do what was asked. They didn't do what was asked, and it's no big deal. We're mm-hmm. still learning. Um, right now, uh, we transition classes. I shut that door when it's time to start class, and they're still learning. So right now, they're not going to be in trouble. But I've told them a couple times, like, hey, next week, it's tardy slips. Mm-hmm. And so – Don't you think
0: the – The first week or two is really the time you need to hit hard. Mm -hmm. Take that extra time because usually curriculums start off a little bit slow, at least ours does. Right. It starts off a little bit slow, and, and it seems like you have all this extra time, but really they do it so
1: you can, you know, cement those routines and expectations. Right. And I had a moment. So one of my other things is I, I try not to over plan. So I don't underplan, Um But that gets me in trouble sometimes because I'll plan too much. And then my whole schedule is yeah. mess, messed yeah. up. And I hate doing that to myself. So the other day, my eighth graders, they're a great group of kids. I love them so much. I actually allowed them talk time, which never happens. I actually have a jar in my room right now that the seventh graders are earning five minutes of talk time because I literally <laughs> never let it happen. So I told him, I was like, hey, guys, you get talk time, which will never happen again. <laughs> so enjoy it while it lasts because they just never get it. But um, transitioning right now is a lot of me moving with them wherever they go and then setting that expectation wherever they're walking. I'm walking behind them, reminding them, we're doing this, we're doing this. Don't go here. Make sure you go here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have this amount of time to get from point A to point B. And uh, that's mainly my goal for uh, my structure and how I structure everything. In the afternoons, I like to have 20 minutes of reading. It's an elective time, so... They may choose to work on homework. I want them to get their homework done if they have any. Now, that's not to say they should be procrastinating or that I'm going to say, oh, yeah, work on your group project and mm-hmm. distract the whole class. No, this is individual time where I'm watching them and I'm, I'm making sure that they are doing what they're supposed to be doing. If they don't have homework, they're reading. It's a good time to get reading in. And then I make it a point to go outside every single day. I just want them to get that time outside because they deserve it. They worked hard, and they deserve that break and that to get that energy and that vitamin D. And so, that's really my goals. And I buy them. If you go to Five Below, you can get a ton of you can get footballs, you can get soccer balls, and the kids really appreciate that. And they they try their best to take care of them as well as good as middle schoolers can do. <laughs> right. One of my number one rules for the kids, I told them, I said last year. You did not grow, and you had T-Rex arms. And then I, <laughs> I, I mimicked a T-Rex arms, and I put my hands out in front of me. I said, but this year, you do not have T-Rex arms. And then I stretch my arms out, and then I wiggle them everywhere. And I was like, and I know this is how you're feeling. You don't know what to do with these limbs, but you cannot touch people with them. <laughs> is for whatever reason. Right. If you've got a middle schooler, you know they touch everybody and everything. They hit every door frame there is because they can finally reach it. And so they're hitting door doorframes. Boys, they love to wrestle. I've more than once seen a boy grab another boy by the head and bring him down to the ground. And nobody's mad. Everybody's happy. Yeah. <laughs> but they just, they just want to wrestle each other all the time. And the girls are the same way. I had one push one out of a chair the other day, and all of them are laughing. And I'm like, what is my rule? i will take your points yes. not playing games so that's just kind of what we're working on now is like you said those transitions um making sure we get to point a to point b and i just follow them everywhere <laughs> that's basically what i do and i know that's not as fun remember right, that, as that song me and my shadow you're the no. shadow uh, i'm the not only... gonna sing on this podcast <laughs> so you're I just gonna you have would. to look it up <laughs> I the only shadow I remember is Bear in the blue, big blue house. Oh, yeah, I'm older. I'm a shadow. lot older. <laughs> so, um, do you have anything else? No, I I really learned a lot from your podcast. I think transitions transitions are huge. Yes, very I do want to so. say, if my buddy Zane has listened, he has already said how much he loves listening, and oh. I just want to tell him. Hi, and thanks for listening. And And I I will be at your house to swim, Zane. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm actually going there next week. It's coming up. So I'll see you later, buddy. And I'm so glad you're listening.
0: And I have a quote for us.
1: It's either you run
0: the day or the day runs you by Jim Ron. And that's pretty much what we've talked about. You pretty much have to have some sort of plan schedule routine or the day is pretty much going to take over Mm -hmm. and it's going to
1: run you over yeah you just have to set those expectations set the bar high and then expect them to do it because they can yes believe that they can and they will believe that when you correct them they're not just going to get mad at you and not listen to you they're going to correct their behavior and then they're going to have a great correction with a purpose yes exactly We hope this leaves you feeling refreshed, energized, and ready for your week. Until our next unpacking.
0: If you like spending time with us every week, hit the follow button. And please also leave us a review. You can also check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Backpack Chit Chat or email us at backpackchitchat at gmail.com.